to the Digital Bath Podcast, and we have for you part two of Corona Stories to Tell in the Dark. This time we bring you The Witch's House. I'll start with my very first paranormal ex- experience. Um, I was only 10 years old. Um, my dad passed away when I was eight in a, in a, from a car accident. And I don't want to get into detail or anything, but it was being investigated by um, like police and detectives and stuff because it was thought that there might have been foul play involved with it. Um, so needless to say, he was out in a field for seven hours suffering, um, and it was a traumatic death. Um, I was 10 years old and I was living in Washington, Missouri at the time. So this was two years after my, my dad passed away. Um, and my, my history with my dad started off not good. He wasn't the best father for a long time, but then when my mom left him, he, turned a new leaf, went cold turkey on all these things that he was doing and actually became like someone I really was excited to see every year. I loved going to see my dad. He would, he would do a lot of stuff with me, take me, um, you know, he'd teach me how to hunt and all these other things. It was just a lot of fun. And I remember I, I, at the time my room was upstairs and my sister, Rachel, uh, she was only a year old. And she, uh, I wasn't living downstairs yet in the basement because my sister Hannah wasn't born yet. So I was in the corner, uh, corner room and I woke up one night in the middle of the night and I was thirsty. So I got up, I went and turned on my light, went to the hallway, turned on the hallway light, went in the kitchen, turned on the kitchen light, got a drink of water. And we had a little, just small, probably like 15 inch TV in the, um, kitchen. And I sat down for about 10 or 15 minutes and just watched TV and had a glass of water and was like, okay, I'm going to go back to bed. Turn the kitchen light off, hall light off, and I walk into my room and vividly to this day, I can still remember exactly what I saw. It looks like my dad is standing at the edge of my bed when I walk into my room. The light is on. I've been up for like 10, 15 minutes I'm, you know, I'm not like groggy and all that kind of shit. And I freeze, I cannot move and I just well up and I fall to my knees and just start bawling and screaming at the same time. Because not only was it like, I just saw my father who I know has been dead for two years, but I, it scared me because I knew my dad was dead for two years. You know, it, it terrified me and I just, I was bawling and screaming. I woke my mom up. And my stepdad and they, they come running in and my mom, my mom is like, I'm on the, I'm on the ground. I'm kind of inconsolable. And she's like, what, what is it? Well, she's freaking out, of course. And I'm, you know, I'm bawling my eyes out and I'm like, I, I saw dad. I saw dad. He was at the edge of my bed. I saw dad. I don't want to be in here. I don't want to be in here. And I would like, I was like scrambling to get out of the room. I was just, I was terrified. And my mom didn't know what to make of it. Um, you know, my, my family is kind of in the same boat as yours, Jesse's. They're not very... They don't really believe in, you know, life after death when it comes to the, uh, you know, the mortal plane, I guess you could say. They, they believe it's you go to heaven, you go to hell. That's end of story. They're very religious in, yeah. that, in that. And um, that I didn't go to school the next day because I couldn't sleep. Nice. It was it was just, yeah, 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 plan worked. Don't have to go to school. Um, <laughs> Got him. But uh, it was, it really opened up my my eyes and I had a lot of questions like, why did I see my dad? Why, why was this happening? You know, and my mom, you know, at, I was only 10. So my mom was chalking it up to you're retired, you know, you were seeing things and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, I was kind of believing her at the time because I didn't really know any better. The creepiest part about it, two days after, well, it's like three days after that, I get a call from my grandma Marge and my grandma Marge is my, is my father's mother. And she, um, calls me and she said, you know, your dad's best friend when he was alive, Mike Lugo. And I said, yeah, I know Mike. And she said, well, a couple nights ago, a few nights ago, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of welling up right now. His daughter, Teresa, woke up screaming because she saw your dad at the edge of her bed. And, um, I, uh, my mom, she told my mom first and, uh, my mom like was like pale white. And I remember going up to my mom and being like, what, what's wrong? 
And, you know, they ended up telling me. And it was crazy because I didn't talk to my grandma. They live in Wisconsin, and we were living in Washington, Missouri. So it's not like we went next door or we drove across town to tell my my grandma this story. We I didn't tell her. You know, we didn't we didn't mention it to her, and that happened. And it was it was one of those things where, I, to this day, I can't explain it. Like, how how does that happen? Simultaneously, like coincidences are. Beautiful. Uh, coincidences are definitely a thing that happen. You know, I mean, no matter what you you know read about statistics and everything, crazy shit can happen. But man, that one hitting so close to home, and it just so happened to be my dad's best friend's daughter, who is only a year older than me. Like it, it, it changed the way I viewed life and death. It changed the way that I started seeing religion, even at a young age as 10 years old, it just changed a lot of things that I believed in. And as I got older, you know, I, I didn't experience a whole lot of stuff. You just got real Wisconsinian for a second there. It freaked me out because you're like, as I every, got older, yeah, you know. Every, every now and again, it comes back, you know, and <laughs> I just start, start talking. talking about stuff. Well, yeah, especially when I say no or don't, you know. Um, <laughs> it was just weird to me because I was listening to you and I was like, man, this is a good story. And then you're like, well, you know, <laughs> <was> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and I was goal, like, wait a minute. Go pack, go. Yeah, go pack, go. What do you call uh, the trunk of a car? Three and right now? What? What do you call the trunk of a car? A boot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Isn't that Canadian? That's uh, like northern. It bleeds down. Well, uh, they used to call uh, ATMs up in Wisconsin time machines because they were T-Y-M-E. It was a company called Time, T-Y-M-E. And that was normal up there. So when we moved down uh, to like Missouri and all that kind of stuff, my mom would ask people where the time machine was. <laughs> this northern <laughs> lady. scariest thing you'll hear tonight. This hey, northern uh, you know lady. The, yeah, you know where the time machine is? Uh, no, but... Anyway, <laughs> no lazy on tracking. Don't excuse me. What? <laughs> Let's get back on track. Um, uh, but I didn't really experience anything for a long, 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 long time. I don't know if it was just because I didn't want to think about it anymore. You know, I kind of pushed it away for a long time. Um, until I probably the most probably the other craziest thing that I, I've ever experienced happened um and it was not just me it was a friend of mine experiencing it too but we had video evidence so before you get sure, to that sure. story I will just say that my one of the you know I said I had family members that experienced stuff um my mom had told me a story that um my mom grew up on a farm her family grew up on the same farm you know a hundred years same place and uh on that farm, they had a dog. No, uh, on that farm, my grandma, my mother's mom, and her dad, my great-grandpa, um, one night were both woke up and were visited by a black figure. The exact same night, they both got two very different feelings and messages from that. Um, but I also have family that were same night visited by something that they felt a strong connection towards. So I can... I have a personal um, feeling towards that story. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, going through high school, it was, I think, senior year of high school. I was um, I was in a uh, pretty long relationship with this girl named Sarah. And um, I visited my grandma every year uh, up in Wisconsin. And um, three years after my dad passed away, my grandpa passed away. So she was living alone and, you know, this really big house, you know, without anybody except for basically their dog, Ferguson, who was a, who was a long-haired Shih Tzu. Um, I could never bring, every year I went up and visited my grandparents and then my grandma after my grandpa died, um, I could never bring myself to sleep in my dad's room. My dad did live with them for a long time. He fell on some pretty hard times for a while. Um, but I could never bring myself to sleep in my dad's room. I just couldn't do it. It, Something about it. Uh, no, I couldn't do it. Um, they had this sectional down in the living room that I was always, I would always sleep on. And I invited my girlfriend, Sarah, to come up with me that year. And she was like, yeah. So we, she went up and we visited for a couple weeks, my grandma up in Wisconsin. And we're, we're uh, asleep one night in the living room on the sectional. And um, we wake up middle of the night. I don't remember exactly what time it is, but 
Ferguson, the dog, is right in front of a wall, staring straight up at the ceiling, barking. Nonstop, barking, 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 barking. And it wakes us up, and it wakes my grandma up, and she comes out of her room, and we're like, Ferguson, Ferguson, we're yelling at him, and he won't stop. My grandma picks him up, and he is still staring at the ceiling, barking. And above us, we hear we hear a sound which sounds like something falling and hitting the floor. And right above us is my dad's bedroom. So I'm like, we're all like, there's someone in the house. Because it sounds like there's some like something fell over, something's moving, there's someone in the house. So um, they have guns galore in there. And so I grab one of the guns and I go upstairs and I turn on the light. And I go into my dad's bedroom, look around, um, and and it's even creepier because in Dakota, I know you'll love this. The bedrooms upstairs have these walkways where they weren't even doors. It was like uh, whatever you would call these tiles on the ceiling. It was similar to that, but you would just you could just like pull them out, and you were like in a crawl space in the attic. Terrifying. Yes. Uh, so I look in there. I look in both of them. Everywhere upstairs, nothing, but. There next to my dad's bed, there was this like wooden filing cabinet that was up there, and there was a frame that was on there that has now fallen off and is on the floor. And it wasn't like that earlier in the day. Just we were like, I was like, we all were kind of like, okay, um, that's pretty weird. That's definitely weird. Nothing else happened during that trip. Um, we're gonna fast forward even again a few more years, and uh. You know, at this point, I do so much research and I'm getting into like paranormal investigation, how it works, like the theories behind electromagnetic fields, the theories behind um, uh, electronic voice phenomenon, EVPs, all that kind of stuff. Well, my buddy Joe, friend of the podcast, uh, says, hey, man, uh, this was mm, this was right after high school. This was well. Actually, he told me about the story during high school, but apparently the, he called it the witch's house, and it was this house that uh, that was kind of by where he lived back in the woods. That he saw when they moved to Topeka, him and his mother and his father, they looked at, and he remembers vividly that there was a tree that was growing through the house. Like they built the house around this tree, a little area, and he was like, "It's just, it's really creepy, it's freaky," and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy, man!" You know, kind of taking it. You know, one step at a time, like, eh, okay, all right. Well, I, you know, I asked his mom, and his mom's like, yeah, yeah, we looked at a house, and there was this tree that they built around this little area around it that was growing through it. Oh, okay, well, that's that's crazy. So after high school, a little after high school, he we decide one day, he's still living with his parents, He we decide, we're going to go find this place. And he thinks he re- remembers it down the road. This is on like 37th and Auburn Road, so this is kind of out there. So we're, we're just walking down and we see this little drive that goes to the left and, and we're like, what, where does this go? We go and we find it. He's like, this is it. This is it. This is a weird, weird, weird place. The construction of it was really weird. The, the driveway itself was like a quarter, like a quarter of a mile. It was a long, long way down and it split off into two paths that circled. And in the middle of that circle, there was a pond and there was this house. And when I mean when I mean this house had weird construction to it, I mean it had you've seen the pictures. Oh, it's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's crazy looking, right? It's almost like a tree house. Yeah. The house is actually built around a tree. Like well, a giant tree. Was. Yes, was. At, at this point it's not. It was torn out. Yes, but just the fact that like you can see clearly mm-hmm. where the tree was. Yes. And not only that, but the front door wasn't like you walk up to it from the driveway. No, 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 no. The front door of it was connected by a bridge, about a 100-foot bridge, that went over this creek that looked down about 25, 30 feet. It was a weird house. It was. It was super weird. And so one day, we, me, um, uh, me, Joe, and a few other friends decide... Well, we're gonna we're gonna break into this bitch, guys. This is literally what you do in Topeka, Kansas. Yes. Just so you know, like, this is like what we fucking do. It's Tuesday. What do you want to do? Yeah, um, let's break into a haunted some house. white B and E. Yeah, <laughs> it's abandoned, of course. Just uh, just to let everybody know, it's abandoned. There's there's no one that lives here, and you know there's there's junk all in the. It, like, it wasn't like for sale at the time, was it? No, no, okay. no. So 
we we break into like this side door. Um, you and, politely enter the side door. Yeah, we politely entered the side door that was already unlocked. And uh, we just casually walked in and didn't break the frame of the door at all by kicking it in. Hey, and, ghost, um, it's your boy, Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas is here. <laughs> so the tale of Nicholas. We go in, and um, the inside is just as weird. It, it, it's just a fucking weird-looking we'll, place. We'll post your pictures. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get uh, Nick's pictures for the uh, witch house on the um, Facebook page, and we'll also we'll post pictures of what the uh, Harrison Church used to look like. Yep, and we'll post pictures of um, 20-year-old Jesse for fun. Okay. Uh, just don't post pictures of 24-year-old Nick because it wasn't. Come on. He had a fedora. Yeah. He had a fedora. I want that fedora pic, no, bro. No, fuck you. It's That's not happening. That's the spookiest <laughs> part of this whole shit for me, bro. <laughs> We don't we don't stay there for very long because um, we're like okay yeah this is cool we should come back another time we leave <laughs> as you say yeah we leave and then uh, me and Joe are hanging out again with our friend Deanne and we decide you know what we're gonna take some cameras down there uh, and uh, and this was back in the day it was digital cameras it wasn't phone cameras you know we had flip phones at the time where you didn't take good pictures so we took actual yep. digital camera everyone like, had a digital camera. yeah those digital cameras down there like Sony and all that kind of shit. And we, we go down there. Everything's charged to the max. We made sure everything was charged when we got down there. Good, Phones, good. cameras, all that kind of shit. Well, we get in and... Same entrance, I'm guessing. Same entrance. We get in and there's a different vibe about the house. And it's hard to explain, but the best way I can explain it is there is... What Chris was saying earlier about that fight or flight instinct, everyone has kind of like a gut feeling or an instinct about something. If you've ever walked into a room after an argument, but you didn't know there was an argument going on, but you walk in a room and you're like, everything okay? You, you all right? It feels weird in here. It feels heavy in here. Some heat in the room. Some heat in the room, exactly. We walked in and it just felt off. It's the best way I can explain it. Like it felt heavy in there. It felt like we shouldn't be here. And I remember back when Joe told me, more of the stories about the witch's house about the stories are when the house was originally built, three women lived here. One of them died. And ever since then, no one has sold the house. It's always been abandoned. Now, again, I remember I, I remember I was skeptical about all this until, you know, his mom was telling me, yeah, three women lived here. There was a tree growing through it, all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, that's really weird. We get into this place and this place is clearly abandoned. There is still kind of bits of furniture like there's a computer that's been left there there's just shit everywhere a puzzle yeah there's a puzzle that was like halfway done that's still the true horror yeah you right? gotta finish that shit yeah it was giving me anxiety like i still don't think they understand a tree was in this place there were holes that went through the house like actual areas for where the branches like they built the tr the house around this tree mm -hmm. i just you'll see in the pictures yeah but um which so saying that we, there's there's uh, leaves everywhere and twigs and branches, you know, and like it, clearly it looks also looks like there's animals that have been through here and stuff. Um, and we see where Joe says, well, that's where the tree was. And it is now, I, I shit you not, and out of any horror movie, and I have a picture of it, there is now a spiral staircase. They ripped the tree out, whoever the new owners were at some point, ripped the tree out, and there's a spiral fucking staircase that goes to each level of this home. And we were like, oh, that's weird. And we're taking pictures down on like the first level and in the kitchen and everything. And all of a sudden, every single one of our cameras die at the same time. Now, you might ask, well, did your batteries just die? Um, and to you, I say, it's possible. But we made sure that every single one of our batteries were at full charge before we got here. And every single one of our cameras died at the same time. Chris, I think this is going to be your, the, your story of the night that you'll like. Um, is that that thing was going to fall over? It was so, swaying when we so, were on it. So, so Jesse the friend is of the podcast showing, there. Yes, Jesse is showing Chris pictures um, as Nick tells the story. Um, so we uh, they all die, and we were like, "That's really, really odd." The theory behind that is and. We, how I was talking about electromagnetic fields earlier about how they can draw en from uh, energy away from different things. Battery drainage is a, uh, a phenomenon that can happen in theory where, again, entities or spirits or whatever you want to call them can draw energy from those things 
and it can drain your battery. So we are uh, all of they're all of a sudden dead, and it's like downstairs. The next picture, if you're actually scrolling through the pictures, you'll see that there's a picture of the kitchen. The next picture, we're on the roof because there is access. This is a weird house, remember. There is access from the, yep, there's the kitchen. There's access from the master bedroom to the roof immediately. So you go from one to the other because we were like, well, oh, all of a sudden. So that's where one of the, sorry, you guys aren't going to ever see this, but that's where the bend is where one of the branches comes out, right? Well, not the, the that's where that's where the bend is where the tree was growing. And they built it around that oh, tree. Oh, okay, yes, okay, okay. Right there, yeah. So... We um uh, we get up to the roof and all of a sudden all of our cameras come back on full battery. Not not drained battery, but full battery. And we were like, okay, interesting. The rest of the time, nothing really crazy happens. Uh nothing really that crazy happens, like quote unquote paranormal wise. We just take pictures, we look at some shit, we end up leaving. Now, one weird thing is at the end of the hall, there's a weird chair. <laughs> and I mean... Like it's built uh, in. It's a, it's a built-in chair at the end of the hallway. Bro, I'm going to get that has together. I'm going to buy this house. Blue felt. You'll, hold on. And there's electrical hookups that go into it. Hell For yeah. butt stuff. For butt stuff. Something, yeah. Bro, For, I need that it, house. Did any of you guys sit in that chair? No. No butt stuff. You were like, are, are you fucking kidding me? No way I didn't sit in that goddamn chair. That's where I would have been chilling. We get back. Mm-hmm. And I'm start. I start going through the pictures. Yeah. What, and, what do you find, buddy? Um, everything's kind of normal until I get to one picture where no. we're on the roof, and oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this. Oof. The master oh, fuck, dude. I looked at it. Yeah, the oh, master oh, bedroom. Don't show me them, please. The master bedroom has a giant solar window. Mm-hmm. Like it's huge. It's just a huge pe- plexiglass solar window that you can look at from the outside. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that looks weird. What is that? I see it. And I look the closer. Yeah. I look closer, and I zoom in, and there is straight up a face in the window looking back at us. And in, at first, I'm like, is that a reflection? And I'm like, that is way too big to be a reflection from where we're standing. Oh, is it not? Does it not zoom in? It anymore? won't even it won't let it zoom in. in. That's how That's crazy how far this story is. Zoom in. So that is way too big from where where you're standing where that can be a reflection. Yeah, that almost looks like a bloody eye kind of thing happening. That's some straight up like HR right. HR Giger looking shit. It, it was fucking terrifying. I was like, I saw this, and at first I was like, it's gotta be matrixing. Like I'm not believing what I'm seeing because there's no way Matrixing being your your mind is seeing faces in in inanimate. Correct. Objects if you ever look up at a cloud and you're like, that looks like a bunny, yep. that's matrixing. Mm-hmm. Your, your mind is making up what it sees because mm-hmm. it has a similar right. My like, parents look like it. they love each other. That's matrixing. Yeah, matrixing. Uh, <laughs> or just hope. Uh, <laughs> so, but we we find that and immediately we're all... Shook. Shook, yeah. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. We don't know what to say. We are scared. And then we find it in another picture. Yeah, in the bathroom. It's in the fucking window again. This one's a little harder. No, that one's I'm a little fucking, harder to yeah, see. No, it's I fucking see it right away. I'm looking for there's it There's no guessing yes. that it's there's there. There's no guessing. Snow guessing. And it's the same face. Mm-hmm. Um, Oof. At this point, at this point, we're, we are now pretty much terrified. Yeah, this one hurts to look at, this yeah. last one. And the last one. Just for reference, no, if you don't ever look at the pictures, those faces are different sizes, mm-hmm. like, in the picture. It's not like you could be like, oh, that's that's obviously Nick's face reflected in it. That is a huge face in that one, and it was much smaller in the first one. It's yeah. very, what, what very... year was this, by the way? 2000 and... Seven. There was no six guy. There was there there was no um accessible Photoshop. Accessible you Photoshop. weren't photoshopping yeah. that shit. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah. Anyway, it 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 freaked us out, and we didn't go back for a while. And it it and we see it again. Oh yeah. So guess what? We're taking a picture of right there. That's in the living room, and they there's a storage compartment that you can lift up randomly near the floor 
and it's storage, and then there's glass in it, and you can just put shit in. It's weird. It's super weird, dude. I love this house. You want to see this one? This one's creepy as fuck. It's on the upper left-hand corner. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you scared the shit out of me. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Like... So there's also one in the car. I'm not sure on that one. Like, I, I think it's there, but, like, that one I'm still kind of iffy on. That's a my favorite Pokemon. It was just a ghost Iffy? saying goodbye. Iffy on. Iffy on. Is that a Digimon though? No. Wouldn't that if, be a, no? That's a Pokemon. That's Mon. Uh, you said Eon. Yeah, Leafeon. Ah, my bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I can't yeah. really see the one in the car very well. I can never find that one. Like uh, me and me and Joe and a couple people kind of argued about it. Like, is it there or are we? Is it matrixing because we want to see it? Is it like, there is or it there? is there something? You know, in the there. car over it's here. Over you know, there. It's, it's over there. It's over here. here. It's in your ear. Were you? I thought there you was weren't. One in the car, you weren't not. just randomly walking through the house with corpse paint on, taking pictures, right? <laughs> I'm just making. sure. I'm just checking, right? I'm just checking. No, man. It, they loved um, Cradle of Filth. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This was before before Fedora. Nymphetamine. Yep. I, this do, is, I actually like Creative Flip. This is uh, BF before Fedora. Before Fedora. <laughs> yeah, I guess I thought I had remembered seeing one in the car. I, I let mean, me see I, if I, I can. Like, I feel like I'm matrixing now. Yeah, like because the others are so clear. It's supposed as day. to be like right in the middle. Like yeah, you're supposedly be, some like stuff, it kind of looks like it could be like the nose and the mouth is right sure. there, but we don't. Yeah. It's not. It's hard right to tell. there. Yeah, I don't think it's right there. Hey man, it it's comes the, out every now and again. Yeah. What can it looks I? Like a reflection. When the spooky stories come out, so does the North. Yeah. Because I can but, see a hand over there. Yeah, you'll you guys well, we will clearly at the, see at the broken window. We'll, we'll post all of them, mm-hmm. but you can clearly see where there's faces. We mm-hmm. will not have to point that out to you. Yep. Um, it's kind of like peeking. Anyway, out, like, sorry. So you the, were behind the seat. Like, you you hey! hadn't gone back, right? Yeah. We 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 decide. Okay, we're freaking out now. Like yes. this is weird. This is super weird. We haven't gone back in a while. And when I mean a while, I mean like a couple years. Honestly, it's been a couple years and um, I'm now um, depressed as fuck because my girlfriend that went with me up to my um, uh, grandma's with me, I was engaged to, broke up with me. She dumped me at 1.30 in the morning over How the phone she? after two and a half but years. But we love Michelle, so fuck her. Right, exactly. Um, it was a blessing in disguise. But I was depressed <laughs> as fuck. Um, but I had a couple friends and then there was this girl that I was like, oh, I, I, yeah, okay, yeah, well. I'll, uh, you know, get with her or whatever, take her to a spooky place, you know, get her in, in the mood, you know, as whatever, you do. Whatever Netflix and show was at the time. Right, yeah, as you do. Blockbuster and relax. Yeah. <laughs> blockbuster. There's people listening to this like, what's Blockbuster? What is that? Uh, what's 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 the place that's they just closed? God damn it. Family Video? Family Video There's and... Uh, no, I don't know. Family Video uh, and, and Get to Know You? And just calm down. And, yeah. and get to know your family video and calm down your private parts. Uh, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about this place. Um, it's me, Joe, a few of our friends and they're like, let's go, let's go to it. It's abandoned. Right. And we're like, yeah. And they're like, let's go to it. Hmm. Okay. Um, oh, real quick. I'm sorry. Back up just a little bit. The girl we went, Deanne, her, uh, she worked for the state at the time and she had access to all the public files just straight from her computer at where she worked. And she was able to look up and see that there were six different owners of this property that never sold. And, and it was always abandoned every single time. And, and the state had to take it or the city had to take it back over and resell the property. God damn it. I would. It's probably tore down, right? Let me let me get to this. We'll get there. Yeah, it is. Fucking um, goddamn. I'm a, I'm like I'm a buyer. <laughs> Let's. It's a buyer's to, market. You got a son. creepy house. Tell Chris. Um. So we're we're talking about it and they're like, let's go back. And Joe and I are like, yeah, fuck it. It's been a couple of years. Let's go back. And this time now, hey, we have video camera. You know, it's it, it's we've upgraded. The world has gotten more, uh, you know, connected with technology. So we have a video camera and flashlights. It's in the middle of the night. It's pitch black, dark out. I want you to know those things existed for a long time. <laughs> video not, cameras and flashlights. Like, Holy shit. Not as not as uh, common at back yeah, in 20... 20- it Maybe was, not as compact as right, what you're yeah. trying to say. It was still like gas lanterns and <laughs> how old are you? Just Vic? drawings. Well, before we had that. graduated I don't know in if you 1954. This is my fourth life. Um, <laughs> mid nineties, there was a lot of gas lanterns. Yeah, that no one, no one really remembers. Nick has seen so much. <laughs> um, so we get there, we park, and um, I'm holding the girl's hand uh, that I'm with that night. And um, beautiful. I'm not saying I'm not saying her name that night. Uh, Why? 
No. Ooh, um, spicy. Yeah, I'm not saying her name. Anyway, uh, I'm holding her hand, and then Joe and then my two other friends are with us, uh, Nicole and Max. And we're walking up there. And Crowbar. No. Damn it. I was living with Crowbar at the time. I was living with Kevin at the time, Always but he didn't crowbar. come with us. What he was working. Is, what year is this? Shout out Crowbar. Shout out to Crowbar. Eight. It's like the, yeah, it's 2008. I'm in eighth grade. Cool. My uh, current girlfriend is 10. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't, please stop relating to time oh, like, like okay. that. All right, Chris, are on. you kidding though? Back on track. 1996 plus eight. She's 12. <laughs> Yikes. So. I'm married. Good we're, for you. We're getting, with up, children. we're getting up to the point where we're, we're about to go into kind of the wooded area to get to the side door to go in. And uh, the girl I'm with squeezes my hand. And says, I don't want to go any further. I'm freaked out. So you and I'm like, said, okay, we, we came all the way out here for nothing. And she's like, I just don't want to go in. And then Nicole grabs Max's hand and is like, yeah, I don't want to go in. I'm freaked out. And we're like, shit. And Joe, now we all know Joe Martinez, right? Goofy guy. Sometimes we we, we kind of second guess what he's saying and shit. <laughs> I like but how the you, balls on this guy. I like how you've whitenized his name because he's a white guy. Martinez. Martinez. He is adopted. Uh, Martinez. The, the balls on this guy. He goes, give me the, the video camera. I'll go in myself. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? And he goes, yeah, dude, just give me the camera. I'll go in myself. And I'm like, uh, okay, buddy. Like Brave as fuck. Yeah. Takes the camera. Now, the camera had night vision on it. And wow, high tech. Jesus is with him. Yep. And so <laughs> he starts walking and he gets kind of into the wooded area and starts walking and he kind of stops and he keeps yelling back to us. He's like, guys, it sounds like someone, something's like walking in here me. And I'm, you can hear me in the background. You're in the fucking woods. Of course, it sounds like something's walking you. There's brush in every, it's probably an animal. You're fine. So why was he walking in the woods though? Not because the house. He was walking towards the house. This isn't a very wooded area. If you see the stuff on the outside, it's in a very wooded area. So there was a pathway that led to the where we were at to go to the side door that also had like, you know, a lot of trees and shit oh, that okay. were overgrown in it and everything. So he gets to the door and at this point he walks in and he starts to kind of joke with himself, talk to himself. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. He starts to joke with himself and talk to himself because he's like... He's amping himself up because he's freaked out. Right, he's got to keep himself sane. Yeah, he's he's kind of scared. And he walks in and he lifts the camera up and he's looking into the living room and there's brush everywhere. There's a computer chair on the right side of the room. There's, you know, just random shit everywhere. And he makes his way up and he he's walking up and he doesn't really notice anything. But all of a sudden he gets to like the second floor and he's walking and he... And even in the on the video camera, you could hear clear as day. He would he was like he'd be like, I feel like I hear someone walking. He would take a couple steps. He would stop, and you would see the camera stop wiggling. And then you would hear two like one, two, heel heel to toe steps, and just stop. And he was like, okay, okay, I'm freaking. Okay, I just got to get to the roof. So he kind of runs the rest of the way. He gets up to the roof. And he's looking out, and you can see our flashlights kind of in the distance, probably maybe 50 yards away. And That's kind of far away. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, hey. And we're like, hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? And he was like, dude, there's some fucked up shit going on. <laughs> well, what he didn't tell us at the time, but what we, we heard on, um, on the video camera when we were watching it back later, he after he hears the steps, you hear this sound that I, I can't recreate with my with my voice, but it's just this very weird sound that just all of a sudden it sounds like there's like a it something hits a wall or something like that. Whammo. Yeah, and it's really just an odd Kadoosh. sound. Yeah, it's an odd sound. Um he comes back down um and he while he's coming back down, you know, he's kind of looking around, he's looking at the um um and in all the different rooms and he um by the way each floor only had about a uh, half uh half wall that you could look over into the living room so like if you were on like the second floor even though it was like a hallway the right side uh you had your rooms on the left side was just a half wall that you could look over into the living room so you room. could peer down so you could peer down how many how many levels were there's two, uh, two it was it was it looked like three levels hmm. um but it was really two and a half um, gotcha. it was just I don't know. It's hard to explain this house. It's a weird fucking house. Yeah. So he, looked, I get that reference. He looks down 
comes back out. He's running the rest of the way, runs out. We're on our way back to the car. And we have the videotape shut off uh, or the video camera shut off. And we're talking about what's going on because we parked a kind of a ways away because otherwise your your car would bottom out because it was the, the gravel driveway and everything was so old. Like it was some of it was washed away. So we had to park a ways away and walk. And we were on the way back. We're in the woods. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at something. And I'm like, what is that? And they're like, what? I'm like that over there. Something looked like it was moving, and uh, they're like, I, I don't see anything. So I turned the camera on because it has night vision, and I zoom in. Now, granted, this is a three-inch little screen, and I'm zooming in, and I'm like, that right there. And they're like, I don't see anything. It looks like a tree. I was like, no, not the tree, but the thing next to it. And they're like, I don't see anything. And I'm like, okay, all right, I guess I'm just seeing shit. We close it. Drive back to my apartment, and... We plug it into the big TV to review it. Here's where shit starts getting terrifying. Real world scary. Um, so we hear the steps that Joe was talking about. And then we hear that weird ass sound that I told you I couldn't explain. When Joe is coming back down from the roof, he looked over. Remember that part I told you he looked over uh, the, the half wall and back into the living room? And... I freeze and no one else says anything. And I said, stop, stop, stop. And they're like, what? And I was like, just stop. Rewind the tape real quick. And so we rewound it. And I realized the sound that I heard was I when he looked back over into the living room, the computer chair that I mentioned when he first came in that was on the right-hand side of the room was now on the left-hand side of the room. And the sound that I heard was the sound of the wheels rolling and it hitting the wall on the other side of the room. And I was like, that's exactly what that sound was. And at this point, we're, we're like, oh, shit. Now, at first, of course, we're thinking ghost, right? Or spirit or something is there because supposedly these three women, they died because that's why they called it the witch's house because supposedly they were witches and they practiced like wick, satanic wicca and witchy all this stuff. Kind of, yeah, witches shit. Um, but it turns out one of the women did die in the house. And that was another thing that we found out from when Dan worked at the at the state. One of the women did actually die inside the house. How's we getting that information legally? We don't know. Uh, yeah, that's all public records. So it's it's all legal. Oh, I, um, I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, then we get we to that point. Notes, notes. We get to that point. Where I think I see something in the woods. And when we see it on the big screen, every single one of us um, are shocked to our core. Because it is legit someone or something standing right next to the tree, not facing us, facing away from us. It looks like they have jeans on but no shirt. And they're not moving. They're not... They're not moving. They're not anything. I want to say that is a normal Kansas thing, though. So, okay, but that's what makes it creepy because either A, we were experiencing some sort of paranormal activity. Or the scarier thing. Or the scarier thing, in my opinion. B, there is somebody out in the woods following us, staring at us, and and like fucking with us. Follow Joe into the house. Participating in some redneckery. Like, dude, like... That's what terrified us more because at first we were like, oh, that's ghost shit. That's creepy. But then we saw that and we were like, actually, that's really terrifying. That's worse. That's worse. There could have been just someone like fucking standing out there. Um, But coupled with the pictures that we got that you guys will see, we'll post them to the to the Facebook. uh, It just everything we were terrified we were we didn't know what to think you were done with that place, we were right? done with that place we were absolutely done with the place we never went back the only time i ever went back was i would drive people by it and um you know show them the driveway and everything and my god that place had an uh, just electrical feeling even when you drove by that place there kind of like that experience that jesse and i had at the harrison church it was me my friend matt who's cody's older brother uh matt um uh, martin and uh, DJ, yep, um, and our friend Kaylee and Crowbar. No, not Crowbar. God damn Fuck. it! <laughs> Your stories have to have Crowbar in it. <laughs> we were driving. We were going towards it, and we get near it, and me, DJ, and Matt, pretty much simultaneously, all just went whoa. 
And and Kaylee was like, what, what? And we're like, they're like this, it just feels heavy. It just feels weird and heavy. It's heavy, Doc. Yeah, it's heavy. And we turned around and we left because we didn't feel good about it. So, um, unfortunately, Chris. Motherfucker. Years later, I go back just to, because I it was after I moved back to Topeka from living in Olathe and all those places. And I was like, let's go back to the old stomping ground, you know, just to see what it's like. It is all torn down. Uh, every it's now like farmland, and there's a big barn out there. And Fuck me! Yeah, it's it's all gone. Sorry, Dude, buddy. You yep. know what? It's like it's like the mandala effect, but it's like a shitty mandala effect. People are like, "This place <laughs> is so scary," and I'm like, "Let's go!" And they're like, "Oh, it's a flagpole now." Mandela effect. Mandala. That's why I said Mandela. It's like see that a flower? you see a bunch of crazy designs and shit, and you want to go see it, but then it's gone. Mandala <laughs> effect. <laughs> Good save. Uh, I mean, at, at least with these instances, like there's photographic evidence of you being there. You can see creepy shit in the photos, and like with Harrison Church, that was a real place. There's a special about it, and we have pictures, so it you know it grounds the stuff a lot. I I will say this. Whenever I just go into a normal ass church, I feel that same shit. I'm like, I cannot be in this church for an hour. I can't. I can't fucking do it. There's been several times where people have been like, "Oh, you need to do this thing. You need to attend this. My son is doing this. My kid's doing that. My, I, you know, this sermon is great." And I'll be like, "Nope, I'm out." I went to a Light of the World Christian Church. Have you ever been there? Yep. Very yes. modern church. You do not want to stay in there for a full hour, but they have like ushers and shit that try and keep you in there. Like I tried to leave in there, like, where are you going? The service is only 20 minutes in. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And they're like, no, no, you need to stay, you know, put your hands in the air. Drink blah, blah, blah. this. And I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of my face. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah. I feel I feel like that's gotta be a similar feeling. Like every time I'm in a church, I'm like, nope. Holy Spirit's know. not going to infect me. Yeah, that's like me whenever people want to talk about commitment. <laughs> well, let me show you the scariest picture, Chris. If this doesn't oh, turn God. you... Oh, oh no. My oh, no. God. Then you're yeah! a... Yeah! No. <laughs> <laughs> this was... You fucking play. How, how, how old was I? Does that shirt say Jesus? Yes, it does. It yeah. says Jesus. Oh, it was a band called Jesus Wept. Oh, oh. fuck. Yeah, I was it so was, afraid. It was, a, it was a like heavy, heavy, heavy... Watch heavy out, ladies. Christian? No. Oh, okay, cool. Bro, um, did you say milady then? Uh, probably. I don't fucking know. Ew. <laughs> you almost made crisp. I literally out. had to spit my drink back into the can <laughs> from whence it came because I was about to fucking spit take that shit. I, I don't. Hey, you know what, man? It's in the past. So okay, it's not okay. Me so try, as Tupac says, it was a long so time is, ago. This is obviously a longer episode, so we're trying to we're getting goofy, but let's reel it back in a little bit. So, what is your takeaway, and what did it change about you? Um, well, Chris I don't, cleans up his spit. I don't know if it necessarily changed something because I was already a believer. What it, what it, I guess what it did was it, it solidified it to a say, point. Did it affirm anything? Yeah, it, it solidified it to a point where I would have to have, like, if God exists, God himself would have to come to me and say, nah, no, nope, it was all. Like that was all a dream. Yeah, it was all a dream. Like that's what would take, or Satan, whoever you know. Is, too, um, is, is Biggie? Is Biggie small? <laughs> yeah, Biggie's here. Yeah. Jesus. Um, that's what it would take because it, it it definitely solidified a lot of things for me. Topeka, Kansas, Sega Genesis. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Um, Don't go off the rails, he says. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I I just I don't know. It it it, it made me. It also made me get into what I what I was uh doing even more because all that happened before Jesse's place. So that's what really I was like, okay, I want to be a paranormal investigator. What so okay, so you were there. Why do you think that house was there? What do you think it was just some architect's weird experiment? Do you think it was just a like a private citizen that was building a weird place? Like what do you or what what was found about why was that house there? Three women originally owned the house they and built it. But did they and build? Oh, yeah, they, they built it. Well, they, they themselves didn't build it, but they right, were the but ones they had who it paid for. They had it built. So that, can we find that later? Can we look, try and look that up? Maybe. What happened to the video? Deanna. What happened right to the video? The video, I have no idea. It was, it was, do you remember those old video cameras that had the small cassette tapes and then you put yeah. that in a bigger cassette yes. tape? That's what it was on. I have no idea where that shit went. Please, if somebody knows any of Nick's if friends, you have information Crowbar, about please the help us find it. 
Um, right. So, but yeah, it was, I don't know, man. Uh, it, it made me want to become a paranormal investigator and really seek out those true instances from the fake ones. I wanted to know what was legit and what wasn't. Did it make you more of a skeptic of the, of the, or I guess that's a weird way of saying it, but did it make you harsher on other stuff people said about if it was real or not? Yes. It made me harsher. And the reason it made me harsher is because, you know, there's been times where I was like, well, maybe that was something. But then when I actually experienced it, I was just like, man, it could be a million things that you experienced and it wasn't paranormal. Mm -hmm. Um, you like, there's a difference between like, oh, I think that was paranormal and it's fucking paranormal. I, I did it for a friend of mine, actually a mutual friend of Shauna, uh, and me, I, uh, investigated her and her girlfriend's place because, uh, well not Shauna's, but her, Shauna's friend and her girlfriend's place. And because she was like, I have all these things going on. I went in there and I debunked everything, yeah. everything. I mean, and it was, it was actually quite easy. Um, and this is what I'm talking about. She got mad at me for debunking her claims of paranormal activity. She got upset with me and I'm like, why, why would you be upset about that? Do you want me to come in here and fucking lie to you? No, I'm going to tell you like, oh, this is clearly this, you know, right. this is why you're feeling this We're gonna way. We're going to set this stuff to rest. Right. And it's, it's a scientific like proof that you're getting that this is happening. And, and that's what I think makes me mad is, um, as, as entertaining as like ghost adventures and all, all that kind of shit is, um, it, all that shit is so fake that it makes me angry because there are people who are legitimately possibly experiencing very terrifying things that is causing them problems and they're not being paid attention to because there's these people out there claiming all this shit because they want their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. So Chris, we've all, we all have our stories. What, where do you stand in the world of paranormal phenomenon and unexplainable shit? I've been thinking about it. And I think it's spooky that a full-grown man, Jesse, has a rose gold phone that I keep. <laughs> yeah, that it like is. Like the fedora scared me a bit. It was the only color. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm getting a case. Cool. Is and the then case no purple? One, no, no one's going to know it's, it's rose gold. Plus, it's we'll pretty. Know. Fuck you. We'll know. <laughs> and, and you this, know what? Good for you, you, you know Coming from the guy with I, painted fingernails I, right now. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I sit here with, with slime green and black nails, Still loving than that you gold. love your rose gold phone. It's very pretty. Um, no, I would be interested. Do you have your EMF thingy, Merbob, anymore? Uh, yeah, I have a, I have a, um, a pack at home with uh, video cameras, uh, a digital recorder, um, all I that I don't shit. need all that shit. What I want to know is, like, throughout my life, I have always had um, a weird electrical impulse issue and i want to know if i am either i want to know what i want to know is am i higher or lower like throughout my life we you know we worked we worked at the devil mm -hmm. and uh our friend friend of the podcast joel used to love to make me change out the the um Oh yeah, I the lights, the the, uh, the fluorescent lights, because they would crackle and sometimes they would just fucking pop while I was not not like snap, crackle, and pop, not like that. But they would literally like brand new bulbs would just be like, and they'd be gone. And he'd be like, eh, it's so funny to want. And I would be like, literally like, hee, hee, like turning the lights, like waiting for that shit to happen. I've had issues where I've been in like basements and I like put my finger up to a light, and this was with my ex and her mother. They were like. You can hear that, right? And I was like, "Yes, that's what I'm. That's why I brought you down to this room. I'm like getting ready to mess with this light, and every time I put my finger near it, it's like, it like crackle and like makes weird noises. And then, are you telling us you have powers right now? No, I don't think so. They're very muted. If I have powers, they're lame. Some like, some people um, can conduct static electricity yeah. far more than others, and. The theory behind that is people tend to have a higher base EMF just coming from their body themselves. Literally on a on a like cellular level, they talk about how your mitochondria works harder within your cells to create more electricity, and therefore you can obtain more static electricity through your body. It's fucking weird. I think that happened to me too because I had a, a radio alarm um, growing up, and um, I could literally like like I would disrupt the like transmission coming in sometimes. Well, my metachlorian count is really high from what I've been told. <laughs> uh, anyway, so paranormal shit, though. Paranormal shit. I still... I need to see it. I need sure, to sure. feel it. We need to put you in the middle of it. 
put me. And you know, every place that we've talked about, someone else owns a house. The fucking shit's been burned down. It's been torn down. I feel like this is my life. Fucking stole. Stole church. I'm like, let's fucking go. They're like, there's a flagpole there now. Like, what? We can go to Rochester. I've never had anything happen there, but here's... here. Okay, I've been... Let us know if you guys want us to do some paranormal shit because I mean I would I think we'd all love a, a spinoff podcast of paranormal shit. Nick's like got the biggest grin yeah, ever. Ghosty For a boys small donation, coming. I will sleep on a fresh grave. I don't give a fuck. I won't let you do that. Why? Because that's disrespectful. That's very disrespectful. Anyway, on it before I sleep. No, okay. Anyway, no. so the three of us at least will be more than happy to do that. So <laughs> let us know if that's something that you guys would wouldn't would like to listen to because we would love to. I mean, you've got three believers looking for a reason, like to to not, I think, or you know, like just find more shit. You so. need me there though to be like, we'll what up? You, you'll be in the car. What up, you you weak ass ghosts? Let's go, bring well, it. Also. Let us know if you guys have any spooky stories. Please you know, tell any, us on Facebook. Any crazy uh, stories at all. I mean, when it comes to paranormal activity, I, I mean, I love hearing that shit. And if you feel like you want me to do an investigation or you have the boys come with or something like that, I will gladly do that as well. Um, and huge shout out, by the way, we are one listen away from being at 900 total listens on this podcast. Um, this has been such an amazing experience for all four of us. Um, please follow us on Facebook if you listen to us on any of the other platforms and haven't found us there yet. Like us um, on Insta as well, please. Yes, like us on Instagram. Jesse's real lonely on there. Um, Caleb but, Harvey follows us on Twitter. Caleb Harvey is the man and he helps us a lot. But yep. follow us on Facebook. Tell your friends about it too. You know, we're still trying to grow. Um, we've been... You know, we really love where we're at at the moment, but um, like us on Facebook. We post articles. We'll be posting pictures about this episode as well, so you can see that too. So, yeah, um, and we appreciate everyone who listens. Um, you know, nine hundred listens for us is a big deal. You know, it's that's awesome. That's probably a half episode for some people out there, but man, I don't care. That's this is just a lot of fun, and everybody who comments, listens, follows is just a part of the family. And uh, we want to, we want to kind of, I guess, I, let's just do it now. We want to call you guys our DDs, our digital disciples. You're our DDs now. You're our DDs because we also drink during this podcast, and we might need a couple <laughs> DDs to take us home. So, bro, that is some real shit, right? Uh, so, um, DDs, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, give us a like, give us a listen, comment down below, tell us your spooky stories. But, ladies and gentlemen, for tonight, this is the Digital Bath Podcast. Signing out. What about like double D's? Mm-hmm.